Hey, what's up? Thank you for tuning in and you're listening to a new episode of Unpopular and Incorrect. Today's episode is sponsored by Boss Contracting ATL. That is B O S S C O N T R A C T I N G ATL. They're pretty much like a construction company for all of you guys that have properties and you're trying to elevate them, whether that be kitchen design, bathroom, they can do it all. They're also great handymen and I'm on the Instagram and I'm constantly on the Instagram because it makes me think about flipping houses because their work is really, really good. So if you're looking for great construction work, great contracting with great men who are going to get the job done as fast as Mexicans. Yes, as fast as the Mexicans go to boss contracting ATL and inbox them for any and all contracting construction and handyman needs you may have. Hola, Jovito. That's what they say here when I roll up with my people. What's up, you guys? It is me, Jay Mulatto, your favorite, and I hope to be always your favorite podcaster. Unless I get on radio, then I'm like, <clears throat> your favorite on-air personality. But whatever, you guys. It's me. Um, I got a few things I want to talk about today. And let me just start by saying this. Y'all, y'all had done... I had done told y'all that I was starting this job, girl. Like, so you know, I'm going to be bartending at Louisiana Bistro connected to the Hampton Inn Atlantic over there on Piedmont Road. If you are ATLian, <laughs> I love saying ATLian because literally none of us refer to one another as ATLians. That is, I saw on Twitter where somebody was like, Why do people call Atlanta Hot Atlanta? And a nigga said, Hey. <laughs> That's the cold word for people to know you from out of town so they can rob you. <laughs> That's how I feel about being called an ATLian. Nobody's saying that shit but niggas who are not from here. Excuse me, I was parched. I had to take a sip of water. But anyway, I started um training with um this company or whatever, this bartending job, this gig girl, this shindig, whatever y'all want to call her working. I started to train it. And, you know, in the midst of being in training, it reminded me, you know how your parents or your friends, anybody you know, always be like common sense, not that common. Aside from common sense not being that common, I realized, and you know what I'm saying, I mean this in the least offensive way possible, but that the average person is really stupid as fuck, right? Now, what's crazy about this is I actually knew this. <laughs> I actually knew this. It was in my handy-dandy notebook in my back pocket of some information that I f forgot that I knew. Because when I was growing up, I was in magnet and, you know what I'm saying, private and, you know what I'm saying, gifted courses. Like private school, magnet school, and I was in gifted classes. So I knew, you know what I'm saying, niggas was dumb a long time ago. Because even though I grew up on Candler Road and I hung with all the bad kids and the hood niggas, what I never wanted to do was be in class with a nigga that got to read out loud and he got to use his finger to go word for word and it'd be like, t uh, eh, th the, the word is the, my nigga, and we're not finna spend an hour on you reading this paragraph, okay, bitch, because I done already read the chapter and the whole time you've been stuttering while you was reading, child. But anyway, in the midst of being in training, girl, 
<laughs> first of all, when I got there, we had a packet of the, um, which was like a photocopy of the menu. So I guess we could get familiar with the menu and their menu is very extensive. So like the packets, like at least 15, 20 pages. Um, and then we had the, you know, policies of the, um, of the job and all that kind of workplace. So of course, um, Nikki, who's the, um, manager, one of the managers, Nikki is the one going through this packet. Let, I'm about to tell y'all how stressful I know working with some of these people going to be. Now, when people give me a packet, I just pray to God that they're not finna read the packet to me because I can read. But I understand that some of y'all can't, so we got to highlight the key points and I'm going to have to say it to you because you can't read. That's basically what that shit mean, all right? Or they have to skim through it to the degree that if something happens at the workplace, it's like, well, did you go over the rules and regulations? It's also for management to cover their ass. However, this shit should not take two hours. I'm saying this because we had an orientation and I was there for three and a half hours. And I really thought orientation was going to be pop in, give you two forms of ID, fill out some paperwork. Here go your employee number when you clocking in. I really thought that shit at the max was going to be an hour. So three and a half I'm going to tell you why. So, um, I'm going to give you three examples. Nikki was talking about gratuity. For those of y'all that don't know what gratuity is, that's when the tip is automatically added to your check at a restaurant. Gratuity is almost always added to checks if the party is six people or more. Okay, because at that point, it is a party. All right. It's not just niggas kicking. It's going to take me a little bit more work. Y'all might split the check 13 ways. Maybe a nigga paying for all the appetizers. Everybody got to pay for their own food. Then one nigga want to get the drink. Somebody else getting, you know, what I'm saying whatever the case is, the more people it is, the more chaotic it is for the bartender or the server. Right. So we automatically add the tip because don't play with niggas it's basically what gratuity is like you not finna have a nigga running around and y'all get a 300 dollar tab and then y'all tip somebody 20 dollars. so we already got the nigga back is what gratuity is for now mind you nikki says yeah so gratuity is automatically added to checks of six people of a party of six people or more and this girl raised her hand and said what if it's six young young adults? And, you know, I said it back to her because at this point I was already irritated. We had been there too long because the owner of the restaurant got to come up there and give his old back. When I was at 18, 12, we used to 15 miles to school. Had to do that kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? That was 20 minutes. Then all the managers had to introduce themselves. Hear ye, hear ye. Prince Charming is coming down and we got to get on bended knee while the nigga walk down with his with his robe on and shit. Like, it was just too much. You know what I'm saying? I understand. But, okay, I'm ready to go. I ain't even know niggas was going to be doing all this. So, after she had asked that stupid-ass question, like, what if it's six young adults? Nikki was like, excuse me? And I was like, you mean if a gratuity is added for six people or more, what if it's six people? If that's Is that what you just asked her? Like what? What's up? What y'all be? What be going on with y'all? Like why y'all brains be doing that? Do they be working? Like 
how many soda pops do y'all drink a day? Because that sugar is deteriorating the function in your brain at this point. And I'm going to blame it on the soda pops because I don't drink sodas and shit. I told y'all. I drink water or I drink alcohol, bitch. I'm either hydrated or drunk. It's no in-between, all right? So that's just how I'm living over here. Bitch, come on and ride this train, all right? The second thing somebody had done said that had them frustrated me, girl, was they were talking about hair color. And they were like, the hair colors that you wear are fine as long as they are natural hues. When he said natural hues, I knew niggas was going to be confused, okay? So when they were like, natural hues, what's that? I'm like, natural hues is what he's basically saying is you can have any hair color that grows out of somebody's head, okay? So there's a girl sitting in front of me and she has box braids, but they're purple. Now, I know what y'all thinking, and that's not how the story finna go at all, right? It's not what you're thinking. So, she has box braids, and um, she was like, um, I don't know what she said, but basically Nikki was like, the girl who has the purple braids works as a chef. She's going to be in the kitchen. So, um, Nikki was like, oh, well, it don't matter if you're in back of house or not. Like, you can't have purple hair either. So, in the midst of this, the girl says, and I quote, the, oh, they was like, uh, Nikki said, yeah, you can't have purple braids. So, by Monday, you need to have that taken out. The girl responds to Nikki and says, but my hair is purple. And I don't know. If y'all understand why that frustrated me so bad, because she said, but my hair is purple as if the hair growing out her fucking head comes in purple, bitch. Okay. Let me tell you something. The same way you bought this purple cankalon, the toe cankalon, toe yakalon ass hair to get these braids, the same purple dye you bought to dye that motherfucking hair on your head purple, bitch. So what you can do is you can strip it or you can uh, bop it, twist it, pull it, pluck it, ping it, however you want to do it, bitch. But it needs to be a natural hair color by Monday. It didn't grow purple. So why did you say, but my hair purple? Why would you say that? Like, long story short, though, it was as, it was as I thought it was going to be. And the general manager was like, you you not front of house? And she was like, no. And he was like, oh, you're back of house, so you're going to be in the back of the house with a chef hat on, so it don't really matter. And I'm just like, why, why we got to keep saying all this look? To me, common sense ass stupid shit. Like, why are we spending ten minutes on a nigga saying, "But, but, but my hair purple, my hair purple under the braid, throwing my hair purple." Then how many, how many gonna come to work because not this is the braid purple, but my hair did purple too. That's how that shit be sounding to me. Y'all be sounding dumb as hell. Third thing, okay, I'm just, it, it, it was so much being said, you know what I mean? But the third thing that had me being like, this going to be a stressful job. If it wasn't the bitch asking about the six young adults, because at that point I was like, oh, me and her can't never be on shifts together. Because she's not finna be walking up to me asking me dumb ass shit the whole time I'm at work. So we going to have to figure something out, okay? So, um, but the way the restaurant set up where the bar is, it's like literally in the front when you walk in, it's tables right there, a lot of seating at the bar. Then there's a private room for people who have large guest parties, you know, or whatever. And then the the regular dining area. Hopefully that she will never have a reason to be coming to the bar talking to me, okay? We ain't even in the same vicinity. But um 
in the midst of this, they were talking about direct deposit. Now, honestly, I'm not really sure who be giving a fuck about that paycheck when you're a bartender or a server. I don't really just be pressed to fucking wait on a check that's $100 every two weeks. You know what I'm saying? Because our money comes from tips, and that's how I like it. I like to be at work and have instant gratification, bitch. I will walk, I will work these kind of jobs. Them, These are the only kind of jobs I'll work at this point outside of my entrepreneurial businesses. So, because, bitch, if I'm going to be at work for five hours, I want to be walking out the door with $150, $200, $300 in my pocket. That make me feel better about the day, bitch, okay? The government can't tax it. You know what I'm saying? This it's all me and I fuck with it. That's why I like this profession. And I also like people when talking, interacting, and networking. That's always cool. So um what I didn't know about direct deposit is that if you um if your company doesn't have a certain amount of employees, the company doesn't qualify to have the um the paychecks directly deposited. This is the opening statement. Since we are an, since we are a growing company, we don't have enough employees right now to do direct deposits. But you can come to any restaurant that you work at, and you can pick your paycheck up every other Wednesday after two p.m. You know why after two p.m.? Because of the lunch rush. Niggas could have finished lunch, calm down, fo- fold the napkins, wipe down tables, did silverware, whatever niggas gotta do. By two o'clock, we ought to have time to go to the back in the safe and hand you your paycheck, okay? So this nigga raises his hand and says, So who do I talk to about getting direct deposit? I don't know if y'all can't listen. I don't know if y'all think that y'all are super niggas. And just because the business don't do it, like you can directly talk to a bank manager and have your shit direct deposited. I don't really know what niggas got going on. But I know that that whole three and a half hours I was sitting in there, all I kept thinking was, shit gonna be stressful for me. Oh, oh, y'all hate me, don't it? That's all I think when people say stupid shit. That blows me. I be like, damn, the room hate me. Nigga just want to irritate me today. That's how I felt about that, man. But um, other than that, man, it's going pretty well. I already, you know what I'm saying? I don't, I'm not here to nitpick people's companies or whatever. But And it's just orientation and training right now. But, you know what I'm saying? If, there, if I ran a business, I know what I'd do differently. And that's usually how I'd be with any company I work for. But I have a business-oriented mind, too. So, you know what I'm saying? I had to take myself out of that to be an employee to an employer. You understand what I'm saying? But um, shout out to anybody that's not dumb. I told that story to say shout out to anybody that's not stupid. I fuck with y'all. You feel me? So um, another thing I was just looking up, and uh, I'm going to talk about this real briefly before I get into the main thing that I wanted to discuss for a quick second. But um, I've been looking into going to Japan. Like I've always said, if you follow me, I've been like, oh, you know, by the time I'm 30 or in my 30s, I want to live in Japan. So now that I have extra income, which will be the bartending, planning the trip can go accordingly. And I'm going to go April 7th through the 21st. In the midst of this, the planning of going overseas is so cheap, you guys. It's really ridiculous. And I said that to say this, even if I spare excuse me, spare, save $20 a day 
from Monday until the day that I, you know what I'm saying, if I book the trip the week before, however I book the trip, whatever. If I save $20 every day until I leave, I could fund this whole trip without penny pinching, do extravagant spending over there. And Japan is one of the more expensive places to go internationally. So for all y'all people that's spending y'all money on red bottoms and these designer bags and y'all go to Miami and y'all buy new outfits and you know what I'm saying? Y'all got to buy a new lace wig. All that money that y'all put into towards that, you can literally go on booking.com or TripAdvisor and do a round trip with your hotel and your international ticket. Like places like Aruba and Montego Bay, them motherfucking tickets is $300 round trip. Y'all could really be internationally traveling the waters. Now, see, I'm not one of those people that care about traveling, but I know a lot of y'all do. And I'm telling y'all that it's way cheaper than you think it in your head. And y'all need to go ahead and get on that. I'm encouraging anybody black to get the fuck out of America. Because the way I've been looking at, um, you know, the Japan trip is, I don't even know if I'm going to come back. <laughs> as crazy as that may sound like and there's different ty- there's different types of visas i didn't know this but i'm researching as i'm planning the trip and like how they have student visas working visas in japan they offer an entrepreneur visa that means i could go over there if i have a business plan and show them that i'm trying to start a business or whatever have you while i'm over there and get a visa for that now, with me having a book, two books, a podcast, and I do a food vlog and a skincare line, I could definitely prove that I'm trying to podcast about my transition to China, like, ooh, Japan. Somebody Chinese been talking about me because I've been saying China, China, China a lot lately. But on top of that, I have a food vlog. Do y'all know how great my food vlog could be? Like, I could really be like a real live travel channel for black people and all kind of people just being an American moving to this foreign country and going to these little food stands, going to these ramen bars and some more shit, man. Like, so I, 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 I don't know if I'm going to come back, dog. I don't see what's over here in America for a nigga, but oppression, goddamn. And I'm, I'm kind of over that. I don't know about y'all, but I'm kind of over trying to convince nigga black lives matter. Like, I would like for y'all to get these jobs as judges and police officers because as much as y'all hate police, it matters that if y'all become police because it's one life at a time. You could be the black officer that pull that black guy over and he get a ticket or he get a fair warning versus a white one pulling him over and him not making it out of that traffic stop without getting shot and killed. You understand what I'm saying? So it's very important that y'all get into these jobs nonetheless. there's That's the one angle of being black in America. The other angle that I'm working, though, is to get the fuck out of here because this shit too far gone. Like, it was built on oppression, hatred. And a theft and some more shit And it's just consistently been that way And I just don't know how many generations of people We have to go through before it gets better So I'm advising anybody who can And you have the opportunity Or you can make the opportunity arise for yourself To move overseas By all means do it I have a couple of friends that have been teachers overseas for like a year or two, I got friends that play basketball that go over there and, you know what I'm saying, collect their coins and then come home. You know, they be here about 
four five months out the year whatever have you and they come back with all that money they made over there if you if, if it's something like that then you can still come back and you come back with a whole bunch more money to come out with a whole nother plan to where whatever the fuck these white folks doing or whatever the 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 universe is playing black people with and however long y'all be waiting on jesus christ to come back and help y'all and he been asleep a long time you could come over here and do that. You understand what I'm saying? So that's all I want to say about that. So before I get into what I want to talk about for today, y'all already know what's going on. I'm about to slide on to my commercial break, and then we're going to be right back with the topic of the day. Okay, so so pull up a chair, queens and kings and queens, Q-U-I-N-G-S, queens. That's for you trans men, and I don't know, I come up with my own pronoun for the trans girls that might be listening, since we all gotta have different pronouns, girl, but <clears throat> anyway, I was talking the other day about this place in my life that I'm currently at, and um, I had, I didn't fall out with somebody, but I had bad dealings with this guy, and um, we, we kind of dated for a while in like 2014 or 2015 something like that but after that we had been cool and you know what i'm saying girl he a scammer boy so he didn't ask me to do stuff for him and i've done it and he didn't pay me and you know what i'm saying i'm about my coin don't if you owe me the coin i'm gonna need that coin you know what i'm saying so we didn't stop talking plenty of times and then he come back being like oh i know i fucked you over but i need a friend whoop de whoop so Long story short, years had passed since I talked to him last. And um, in the recent months, he reached back out to me like, yeah, I know I fucked up, but, like, I'm in a different place in my life, like, and I just really need a friend, so I got back cool with him. Now, he did nothing to me, but the more I thought about things that he didn't rectify, like, I don't want to sound like that girl, but if you owe me $3,000... If you want to be cool, you're going to need to give me at least a thousand. You feel me to, in good faith. Like, that's just how I feel about it. So, anyway, so in the midst of this, I just been in this point in my life where I just don't want to talk to people no more. Like, you know what I'm saying? I dissolved that best friendship I had with one person. And I spoke on that in a previous podcast. Like, just different relationships. I just don't want people around me who have hurt me. Because I just, at this point, don't want to sit around and give you the opportunity and be waiting around for you to do it again. So, I basically explained that to this dude. And, um, you know what I'm saying? He respected it. Uh, whatever have you and I was having a conversation about him and I was just talking I um, having a conversation about him to somebody else and I was explaining how like you know outside of us you know what I'm saying forming a friendship again in the recent months when I've been talking to him he has been going through stuff you know what I'm saying he got shit going on where he's trying to get custody of his kids he got all these court dates coming up one time we went out for dinner and we kicked it and then on his way home he got pulled over and locked up and like I had to call his mama at like three o'clock in the morning type shit like that's what kind of shit be going on with him and I was saying to my friend like my life is completely peaceful right now. Like, shout out to me because it took me a long, long journey to get here. And anybody who's been following me and who, you know what I'm saying, even if you don't know me, I, you know what I'm saying, I, I'm very transparent about who I am and what I go through. So 
I'm at a completely different part of my life to where it don't even make no sense. Like, my life is so peaceful, it's scary. You know what I mean? So, I was basically saying, even in the form of friendship, that nigga come with baggage. You know what I'm saying? And I don't have shit going on. So, a nigga calling me, and I'm not saying that friends shouldn't be able to call other friends and release their woes. But it's like, all you got is woes, and I don't have shit going on. You know what I'm saying? So... It made me come up to this, right? This is why I told y'all all that background to get to this point. I find it extremely comical that niggas constantly say they don't want a bitch with baggage. And niggas be pulling up to you. Let's go ahead and say, Queens, that we at airport. And niggas is coming to your airport. Okay, bitch? And they are trying to check in 13 bags. They carry on bag. Don't fit the criteria, bitch. It's too much shit stuffed in that. So they need to pick some shit out, see what they're going to throw away. And they, maybe they need to call their homeboy to meet them at the front, bitch, to pick up the shit that they don't want to throw away because that shit can't go on the plane. It also can't fit in the bag. And the bags they checking in, it's a 50-pound limit per bag. But every bag a nigga trying to put on the scale, it's 86 pounds, bitch. This is how niggas like to pull up to your airport and be the main ones talking about they don't want bitches with baggage now this is where it gets tricky niggas don't ever say that they got baggage let me tell you y'all probably already on the edge of y'all seat because i know what the fuck i'm gonna say niggas do not call that shit they come with baggage you know what they call them you know what they call it girl they call it demons girl they be saying they fighting demons, girl. Sometimes the the demon be like that. They gay and they don't want to be. They don't want no. They don't want you know. They they want to suck dick, girl. So some of them be fighting the gay demon, girl. Some of them can't stop putting their dick in their baby mama hole. So now they fighting the baby mama demon, girl. Then some of them just can't find a job or they get jobs and they quit them every time because they just feel like that that working shit just ain't me, shawty. You feel me? That working shit just ain't for me. So now they fighting the unemployed demon girl some of them come from bad homes and then it just they become street niggas and well let me not say street niggas because i don't even want to put this on street niggas but some of them come from bad homes and they never seen love so they don't know how to quote unquote show love because they won't even look up love on the internet or try to grow into a better person so now they they fighting the trauma the, the childhood trauma demon bitch okay so let me tell you something that is extremely crazy to me. A nigga, let me, let me just say this. A lot of women, women's baggage be niggas, okay? And what I mean by that is maybe you got daddy issues, but guess what your daddy is? He a nigga. Maybe you was raped like four out of four of us. Yes, us, okay, bitch? Four out of four of us. And so, guess what your rapist was, though, girl? A nigga. Maybe your brother used to cut your ponytails in your sleep and beat you up and shit and all that kind of shit. Guess what your brother is? A nigga. Let's get into the lighter half of that. Maybe you was you gave your all to a nigga and then, boom, he got another bitch pregnant. Maybe he was whipping your ass. All that shit that niggas do terrible. Maybe they don't compromise. You tried and you gave your all. Maybe a nigga stressed you out, had your blood pressure so high you had a heart attack like I did. Guess the end result is, guess what that trauma came from 
a nigga you was dating. You see what I'm saying? The trauma that women be going through a lot of times be coming from these niggas, okay? And they want us to shake it off. They want us to shake it off, bitch. But I tell y'all, like I tell everybody, that nigga get hurt by one bitch. He is dead. He's as good as gone, bitch. He never going to be a good nigga again. He scorned, bitch. Now he just out here, goddamn, just so emotional, and I can't let go. I am trying my, bitch, now he Carl Thomas, okay, bitch? I Now all he want to do is listen to rap music and say, fuck these bitches, I don't, give, I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. Now he just a terrible nigga, bitch. That's what they do when something one time happens to them, bitch. But they want us to shake it off when the loving ain't the same. Bitch, they want you to be super robo, Batman, Spider-Man, the flash-ass bitch when it comes to the trauma that we endure, okay? Now, the trauma that men might endure... I'm not saying that women not bad, but what I'm saying is I have rarely met niggas that run into terrible bitches. That it just shook them to their core and fucked them up. Their ego is almost too big to be fucked up, if you get what I'm saying. Y'all heard what my ex said. Like, that's when I was like, did I hurt you? I couldn't have hurt him. He didn't give a fuck enough about me for him to be hurt. You understand what I'm saying? Not only could it was it that, but I've never done shit to him. You see what I'm saying? That's why you got to have him. That's why I needed to have that podcast so that y'all could hear a nigga say he was shitty. And then you ask a nigga what you did wrong and a nigga has nothing to say. That's because it don't be shit. I keep telling y'all, y'all can be the perfect woman, but if a nigga ain't shit, he gonna, a nigga, a nigga gonna be shit. That's just what he gonna be. So, I will say that man trauma will come from society. I'm not saying being a black man is easy at all. I know that the world seems like it's against you. But my problem with black men, and I ain't even about to get into this black man, black woman support each other and why we at odds with one another as topics because that's not where I'm going with it. But black men... As much as black women, as we are here to support y'all and have y'all back and love y'all, you see all the list of traumas I said that y'all are? That's insane to me. If there was nobody that you had in your corner, it's us and y'all beating us the fuck up. Left and right, bitch. Like, y'all just got Mike Mike Tyson hands and y'all won't even let us stand up. Y'all is standing over us, kicking us in the goddamn face, in the chest, in the ribs. Y'all doing, y'all dragging us through the mud and y'all don't even see it or get it. But that's for a whole nother day. But, um, and, and let me just say this. And before I go on, and even even still, everything about us y'all dislike. Y'all don't like makeup. Y'all don't like weave. Y'all always complaining about our attitudes. But if a Hispanic bitch got an attitude, you know she's spicy. Y'all like spicy Latinos. But a, a black woman speaking up is a bitter bitch. But you know what I'm saying. Again, it is what it is. Fuck you, bitch. Um, my man gonna be Japanese. Watch what I tell you. So <laughs> anyway. In the midst of talking about all these traumas and shit, it's so crazy to me that a man does not want anything to do with a woman who has baggage. And the baggage might be something as simple as that she come with a kid and he ain't got no kids. Maybe he not willing or ready to play stepdad and that's fine. It's your prerogative. You don't have to. But men will sit around and fucking 
hoves of niggas talking about bitches with baggage will have threads on Twitter where they is in the in the comments just talking about women who have these issues to come out that they need to get over that niggas did to them. And as soon as a nigga tell you his demons, not only do he want you to dance with them demons, because at this point now he the devil since he the father of them demons, because a lot of healing comes from self. Okay, self-healing is a motherfucker, all right? So now you are the devil and you dancing with demons. Not only do this nigga want you to dance with them demons with him, bitch, but he also wants you to help him fight them demons, bitch. Y'all know how crazy that sound to me? That's so crazy to me that you like, oh, if I was one of those women that was scorned because a nigga cheated on me to death and now I think all niggas are cheaters and I'm insecure, then y'all would be like, oh, I ain't that nigga. You need to get over that shit. Whoop de whoop. You ain't. You know. I can't be with a bitch that's this insecure. I had to leave Shawty because you know what I'm saying she was always accusing the nigga cheating because what the last nigga did. I ain't. You know what I'm saying she need to get over that shit. She ain't, Shawty ain't right. But you come up in here. You trying to move up in in my vicinity of my heart. You want to be in there with your demons. And not only do you want me to accept them demons, you want me to help you battle some shit that your grown ass need to be battling on your own. Or in better, or lack of a better word, you want me to help you battle some shit you would not help me battle with. <laughs> Silly Negro. That's why when I see these tweets on Twitter and shit, I get what women saying. I seen a tweet that was like, Three point uh, uh, three point five times more men commit suicide than women. Men's um, men feelings matter too. Blah 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 blah. blah. Pull out the violin, bitch. You said some more shit, but whatever. So y'all trying to say now we the reason niggas killing themselves, bitch? That ain't my responsibility. The same way y'all tell these bitches and tell us that we need motherfucking counseling. This what I'm telling y'all niggas. I don't give a fuck about your woes. You better get a therapist like I did, bitch. You better work some shit out on your own. It's so crazy to me that I've figured out this is one thing that I have never said in the alphabet that are important to me in a relationship that men seem to lack the most. It is not accountability. It is reciprocation. That shit is so wild to me that niggas will ask of you things that they would never in a fucking million years do for you. That shit there is insanity to me. In my quiet as it's kept last relationship, bitch. That nigga was like, I don't give a fuck what's going on when I call you. You better answer the phone. Like, God was screaming at me about not answering the phone. Mind you, I'm over here making skincare blender loud and some more shit, bitch. I also don't walk with my phone glued to my hand, so I wasn't by it. Now, turn around and I call him two, three times in a day. He don't answer. Cool. You at work. Maybe you with your homeboy, whatever the case is. When you call me back, I don't really care. I'm not, I'm not thinking that you're cheating. It wasn't, you know what I'm saying? I don't have no thought like that in my mind. But I'd be like, yeah, I called you early. And he'd be like, yeah, and, and so I'm calling you now. Oh, so you'll feel like you owe me no explanation for when you don't answer the phone. You'll act like you ain't even see the calls. But I owe you, you know, Tom, Dick, and Harry excuses for why I don't answer. You want to know where I'm going. I call you and you talking about you finna go out of state real quick. And I'm like, 
damn, you weren't going to tell me? Like, and I'm asking because if I think my nigga is in South Carolina, but some shit pop off in North Carolina and he might be there, I have no knowledge of, like, you know what I'm saying, something happened to him. I, You know what I'm saying? You done been in three car wrecks. You being on the road is some dangerous shit. Niggas need to know where you're, where you're going so we know you get there, bitch, because you tend to not sometimes, okay? So it's just a comedy skit show to me to hear the shit that niggas will say that they, you know what I'm saying, uh, that they require of a woman. And again, I'm not getting into a nigga, oh, well, women ask a nigga to pay their bills and they won't pay. Bitch, fuck you. Y'all supposed to pay our bills, bitch. How about that? Men are protectors and providers, bitch. Provide. Goddamn. It's the least y'all could do since y'all, everything else fucked up about you. Y'all supposed to come with two qualities and y'all can't do that. Ain't that a bitch? Ain't that a bitch. But back to what I was saying. Niggas will want you to be compromising. Niggas will want you to be honest. Niggas will want you to be loyal. Niggas will want you to be understanding. And guess what a nigga won't be? Understanding. Loyal. Guess what a nigga won't do? Compromise. I just be. Y'all really get on my nerves. You know that? Y'all are really something else. And you know. I hope that y'all work on yourselves. And you know, I can only speak on what black men do because black men are who I deal with. And I just, maybe if I dated outside my race and I figured out that all y'all niggas was doing this as a majority. Because don't tell me, oh, I dated a white man and he cheated on me. You one bitch. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I just want to see how niggas, I'm thinking about doing a social experiment for my YouTube channel where I go on a date with an Asian man, I go on a date with an Indian man, I go on a date with a white man, and I go on a date with a black man. And even in just a date setting, not even me casually seeing them all, but in the date setting, when we go out, just how different the vibe is. When you have those conversations about, like, what's some things that you do or don't like about women? I want to see how crit- how critical the black man will be over the white man or the the Indian man and so on and so forth. Because back to what I was saying, y'all the only niggas I know. And y'all niggas been popping out being fucked up since my daddy, okay? Bitch, and then here's another thing. This ain't just my story. This the bitch sitting next to me in training story. This the customer that I serve story. This my best friend story. This my best friend homegirl story. My home my best friend do hair. This the bitch sitting in her chair story. This my listeners who listen to the podcast story. This the these the women that write me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Periscope, Christian Mingle, Bumble, POF. This is all the women I know story. Y'all don't give a fuck enough about us to reciprocate the energy that y'all require. Guess what my response is to that? No thanks. I'm cool on y'all niggas. I got too much peace for y'all to disturb my shit and come with demands. Let me tell y'all what y'all sound like. Imagine going to an ATM and you don't have no money in the bank. And you trying to withdraw. That is what y'all niggas constantly remind me of. All y'all want to do is go come to my ATM and withdraw and y'all are not making no deposits. The deposits is your reciprocation. The deposits 
is you doing and putting all the energy that I put into you into me. That's your deposit, bitch. So guess what? Your bad your balance is zero. Actually, you're negative. You're $36.39 overdrafted, bitch. Because you kept trying me. And you didn't did more than one tra- transaction. So you might be at $172 worth of overdraft fees. That's how you niggas work. So I said all that to say this. Ladies, don't dance with the devil. And don't don't become a demon slayer for that nigga either, bitch. Because he wouldn't do it for you. Now, that was all I had to come in here and check out and say to y'all real quick. Feel free to inbox me. Y'all know where to find me. I'm Jay Mulatto. That is J-A-Y-M-U-L-L-A-T-O. And that is on Instagram. That is on Twitter. That is on Facebook as well as YouTube. Please give me your feedback. Say what you got to say. Agree, agree, disagree, whatever the fuck you want to do. I'm all for open conversations. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to anybody that's buying the skincare. Body-jam, J-A-Y-M.weebly.com. Go on there, get your skincare right, girl. Get you some body butters to have your, your skin feeling like velvet, I promise you. Get you some of these scrubs that also going to have you feeling like velvet. You know what I mean? Whichever one you want to do. It's all natural. So everybody should be able to use this. Don't forget October 18th. Save the date. It's all I need is one mic, dinner, and a podcast. I told y'all it's going to be at a nice Airbnb. It's going to be great food. There's going to be a nice music. There's going to be nice music playing. There's going to be an edible um, person set up there so niggas can get stoned and talk about whatever we want to talk about. And for anybody that's coming into town, because I know um, I got two people that's supposed to be coming from out of town y'all can stay there that night with me because of course i'm going to be renting the house not just a room you understand what i'm saying so make sure you get your tickets they are 20 dollars. it is limited slots because it will be an intimate setting so if you're going to come please cash at me 20 dollars to jay mulatto and Four, where it says four, put a working and valid email address because this will be how you get your reminders as well as the exact location for the dates. All right. I want to thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of Unpopular and Incorrect.